Happy freaking New Year, everybody. It's 2019. New year, new you, right? New New year, new you, boo. Yeah. I think you mixed sayings there. This is How Not To Be A Miserable no, it's not. Podcast. No, it's not. Yes, Why it do is. you do that? You know it's not. It's my... It, it's not your whose podcast. Whose microphone's that? Mine. Excuse me? Yeah, I've you paid for You bought me that. So this podcast is officially sponsored by a coffee company, Raiders Rose Coffee. So that's what I'm having right now. And it's so good. It's not as good as Afternoon Delight, but it's decent. 100% better. <laughs> Who wants flavored coffee every freaking day of the week? It's delicious. Anyway, so the theme of this podcast is we, uh, we officially launched after... <laughs> Over a year of working on it. I didn't realize that. We've been working on FemFit for over a year. Because you guys did it last year. Well, I did like the beta test version. Yeah. And you didn't want me to launch the photos. I mean, you did them anyway. But I did just because I was excited. Because I did a huge gut-wrenching cut. Yeah. Literally gut-wrenching. and not that bad. Mm, mine was a little different than yours. Okay. <laughs> Some experiences may differ. Um... Yeah, but we, we, Josh Hansberger and I built it um, over a year ago, and then we kind of fine-tuned it through the last process and finally got it published, so it's live. So it's a 16-week physical fitness training program for females, and it is um, it's kind of a circuit-based Well, I want to talk about a little bit about your background and all this because, you know, people know you as this military prep program writer and Wait, like this fitness. Is, this is not your podcast. You don't get to interview me. I, I can't interview you. No. Why? I don't know. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> like I was saying, um, I just want to talk about this because you have a, like a lifelong background pretty much of not just training like military people, but training females. I mean, you've yeah. had female clients. For that was that was actually, strangely enough, that was my first business. I think it was called Revolutionary Fitness and Nutrition. That was my first business, and I was I was really going to train anybody, but um, because the demographic we lived in, it just really came down to a lot of military wives. Military wives, which which did well. We saw a lot of success in those, but then I don't know. I had to get back to fighting war. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I usually would do it when I'm home. When I was home. Um, you know, the, the short amount of time that I was home, I would, I would do it for a few weeks here and there. Out of your home gym? Out of, the, out of the garage gym, yeah. That's amazing. Well, so the thing that I like about that is you switched gears from that in the last few years. Because you had your CrossFit level one cert back then. Oh, you had yeah. all kinds of things. But you switched gears and you went into like the tactical strength and conditioning. Yeah, so the NSCA created a... Uh, created the TSAC program, which more aligned with what we had going on and kind of what we were doing, especially when it comes to the military training side or the law enforcement or firefighting or any type of first responder stuff. So, yeah. And uh, so it makes sense to to kind of model. Well, here, I'll, ex- I'll explain it. Military physical fitness was always just like do a bunch of calisthenics, and get thrashed and then run and to throw up and then run some more. And if you want to get better at pull-ups, you just do a bunch of pull-ups. That was the thought process behind it, which is not a great thought process. Sort of like CrossFit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not even as good as that because it, 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 there was no 
tr- programming behind it. It was just do instead of train like an athlete. And it's been great to see over the last decade of on the military side of them looking at military people as athletes because they are, they're just a tactical athlete, right? They don't play for a sports team. They don't have, um, but the, their lifestyle and the, what they have to do and how they have to produce and how they have to perform is that of an athlete. And I think that is something that Josh and I really been pushing is, is getting people to understand that you're an athlete and then train, train that way. So the thing that I liked about that portion of it, because I went to some of the TSAC conference with you, and the main thing that I noticed that was difference was like basic fundamentals, focusing on form and output. And so that you're not just like grinding yourself into the ground. Because one of the issues I feel like over the years that like what women have differently than men is their body handles stress differently. Mm-hmm. So as a tactical strength and conditioning coach, you're working with people to train for longevity of career right? over just like having... Yeah, and, you, and you, you can't take the same program and apply it. I mean, people are going to go on the sexist thing, but females, their bodies cannot, don't respond the same, well as, same way as training as to men do. Not to stress. Not at all. And some of the, some of the best performance that we've seen... I'll never forget um, Rob Wolf uh, from, what was it, uh, NorCal Strength Conditioning. He put his ladies on, like he basically got them to quit working out six days a week or the three on, one off, whatever the cross was doing back then and only made them lift three times a week and then did some interval training and some long distance training with them. But as far as like their lifting weights was three times because of the stress hormone because, and, and they they got leaner. They got in better shape. They didn't have any health issues, and they looked amazing. And they were actually doing less and focusing on specific training, vice just trying to like crush their soul every day. I think that was kind of the thing for me that I started to realize. I have been lifting weights since I was fifteen consistently with a, a coach. I played high school sports I went into like everything possible I did CrossFit for almost a decade and I enjoyed physical fitness for the sake of feeling that just like wiped at the end of it right but I never was seeing the results that I wanted my body was still storing fat in weird places and I was like hanging on to a lot of stuff a lot of that had to do with diet but what really changed was basically when I hit 29 Like, I hit 29 years old, and my body just was like, fuck you, you're done with this. Like, we're not doing CrossFit six days a week anymore. Not happening. I got a stress fracture in my hip from doing 150 wall balls at once. Because we were doing some wad where it was like, 150 wall balls in a row, just keep going, and then go run for a mile. So, I... I loved CrossFit for the community aspect and for feeling like I got a great workout. But I never really saw ultimately like the physique goal that I wanted and I never really felt amazing afterwards. I was like constantly starting to feel that just like trash. Well, and that's that old process. Like if you're not throwing up in a garbage can on the way out the door during your workout, then you're not training. And that's 100% wrong because you're building a negative, a negative central nervous system response to your, to your training. And you should feel good walking out of the gym every day. Like I'm not saying not train hard, but you should, you should walk out of the gym feeling good. Like awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
And that's not to say that you aren't like wiped out from a workout, but you're not in a position where you then like have all these aches and pains for three days in camp. Or yeah, you, or you're laying, you're so smoked that you just your brain shuts down and you're laying on your living room floor for the rest of the day. Yeah, and I didn't that. even realize that it happened. Like I moved out here um, when I was uh, 30 years old. I remember because like you and I met around 29 years old and I like was going through a separation kind of like stopped working out as much just because I was dealing with life circumstances moved out here and immediately I was like I got to sign up with a CrossFit gym I got to get my life in order right and within the first month it was like I realized it was not going to happen for me anymore like my knees were in such bad shape my hips were in such bad shape I just couldn't withstand it. After a couple of days of working out, I couldn't work out the rest of the week right. because of all the pain. Right. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm sore. It was like joint pain and hip pain that was like, it just had come with age and stress and I couldn't push past it and keep doing CrossFit. So I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do? And I start looking at all these different programs. Well, all the different programs that we're looking into for this stuff, is like for females, it's really... It's so gimmicky. It's hard to like steer yeah. clear of Especially like, this time of year. Oh my God. And it's I like, see like there's a million ads for everything that's going on. A ten dollar ninety day butt challenge. Yeah. And it's like just squat your ass off for like ninety days straight or whatever. Like people just love that stuff and I always have loved lifting. I love lifting and I love lifting heavy. I did years of Olympic weightlifting and got really, really strong. I loved it. So the, my favorite part about FemFit is that you're able to take the core, the core lifts and fundamentals and incorporate them into this program without creating stress on a female foot. Right, and, it, and to see the, the difference really being it's, you still have metabolic conditioning, you still have strength training, but it's just built in a way that is more conducive to progress and less conducive to injury and and uh you know overall stress it's still extremely hard especially get when you start getting to like the third weeks of each month so it's kind of a tiered approach you know if you can imagine three steps up and then one step down and then three steps up and one that's how the months go so it progressively gets you know more difficult and you know into your third week and then your fourth week is kind of a recovery week it's a little easier but um, but yeah, as we've, after, after learning all of that and then really, you know, Josh and I are really looking at what's been working over the past couple of decades with ladies and it really is circuit based stuff, but not, I don't even want to talk about CrossFit anymore, but it's just circuit based weightlifting. So you maintain your heart rate and then your, your tar, even if it's, it's a weightlifting, like you're doing bodybuilding type stuff, it's still, you're still working in a circuit cause you're maintaining a heart rate and your your rest intervals are low but you're not getting to a point to where you're like you can do the whole first workout and not stop and not be out of breath well the first few weeks are for me a little bit easier because i've been working out for a while but, but if you but you go through them you don't have to stop do you right and you can continue and you're you're still working out but you're not getting winded you're not you're just pushing you're the grind forward I'll say this, this is what's exciting about it to me because it's more of like a circuit-based thing. You're not like sitting there on your phone in between sets and like, you know. No, you don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. It's like you can get it done in a great amount of time. You know, like I did the chest workout yesterday in about 
30 minutes. Now, it's not always that short, but this is just like still my first week. I restarted the program for the mm -hmm. new year. Um, and it's probably good, easy to say that 50, 60 minutes is right where the sessions lie. Well, not in the third week, it's going to go probably a little longer, Just, but that's be that's just because you're starting to add so many more exercises. I mean, I think the first one you start with four and then you end up with like eight or something like that. But So would you explain the importance of the dynamic warm-up? Oh, that is, if you didn't, if you skipped everything, that is, that is what, um, <laughs> that is, that is the one thing that you should be doing every day. Um, and that's really, instead of static stretching or anything, we, we basically built a dynamic warm up where you're dynamically moving your body in different positions to almost, to really break a sweat. I mean, you should, you should break a sweat prior to starting your workout because that's when your synovial fluid is moving around in your body and your all your joints are, are all lubricated and everything feels good. Um, I remember when I was in the military, I had, a, I had a, a fellow team leader. I was a young team leader. He was quite old. I think he had broken service and he came back in. But we were running a PFT and he would go out and run. A PFT in the Marine Corps was three, was three miles, is three miles. And he would go run three miles before his three mile run for the PFT. And I was like, you're crazy, man. Like, why would you do that? And he's like, it takes me three miles to warm up. Cause he was in his thirties and you know, I was in my mid twenties at the time. And I was like, that's freaking nuts. Like there's no, there's no way I'm doing that. But now at, at, you know, I'm about to be 37 next month. That's exactly what it takes. It takes me that much to warm up. So Josh and I, this is something that we learned through TSAC. And this is something that we learned at uh, Marine Special Operations Command is really focusing on those dynamic warm-ups. Um, and again, that just helps with in injury being uh, injury preventative and um, yeah, and you get a better workout. Um, and I'll, I'll typically, we have a thing that's like an EKG technology heart rate monitor that we use in our gym and I'll put that on and that, that warm-up alone will get me completely Oh, in the heart, heart yeah. rate, completely yeah. up, ready to rock yep. before I do anything. And well, so, so I really want to talk about th this is, is training is one thing. That's all fine and dandy. Like that's something that you need. And, and a lot of people get wrapped around and programming is difficult. Like it is very difficult, but if you hear the tape, I don't know if you hear that in the background, but that's Liz, taping that, boxes. That's Liz getting orders out the door. Um, so Training is important, and it's it's a programming is very difficult because you, a lot of people don't know what to do. Um, as you move forward in your journey, you kind of figure out what works for you, and then you know you switch up program. I mean, I switch programming every ninety days. I, I do a different program, um, but if people want results, they they train. Not many people in this world just train for overall health. They want results. They want to get faster. They want to get stronger. They want to get leaner. What do, the, what do women say? They want to get toned. They want to get toned. That's <laughs> the stupidest thing. Don't say that anymore. Um, so how does that happen? Like, Essentially, they mean tight. Lean. Lean. Yeah, they want everything to be tighter. They want to be tight and lean. Um, that happens in your kitchen. Like I, And I know people don't want to hear about it because as Americans, we we overeat. I mean, it's, it's mind boggling how, I mean, even if you go online and like use a macro calculator and, and calculate your macronutrients, it's like, 
3,000 calories. Like they want me eating at 30, 36, 37, 3,000 calories a day. Candy bars. Yeah, right. And and I and sure, if I want to gain weight, but they still say to lose weight, I would need like 2,600. And that's not that's not the way it is. And uh, so we overeat. Overall, overall, we overeat. And we have, majority of people have no idea what they're putting in their body. Um, so you can do whatever, you can do FemFit all day long, but if you're not tracking your diet and you're not eating the way that you, eating for your goals, then you are messed up day one. Like you're not going to achieve anything. Yeah, you might get in phenomenal shape. You might be strong. You might be strong and you might be in phenomenal shape, but when you take your clothes off and look in the mirror, you are not going to see what you have in your head. And that all comes from the kitchen. And it, and the bar. <laughs> and so I want to, I want to, like make something super clear. Um, and I've told it, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but it is a simple issue. So you, throughout your day, burn a certain set of energy calories. It's a measurement of energy. So say that you burn two thousand calories in your day. If you, that's your basal metabolic rate. Sure. We we won't, I don't even want to make it like complicated. You burn 2000 calories, you consume you consume 2100 calories. What are you doing? Gaining weight. Gaining weight all day long, every day. If you if you consume 1900 calories, you are losing weight. That is a, it's a scientific fact. So anybody that's like, "Oh, well it's this calorie or this calorie or it's like healthy this or healthy that." Yeah, I, I mean Allie hates this Technology, but you wouldn't put 87 in a, in a Ferrari, you know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't put crappy, crappy gasoline in a, in a high-performance sports car. So if you're the high-performance sports car and you're eating Taco Bell, Liz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why you got to call um, Liz out? She loves some Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> then you're going to, you could perform, you're going to perform shitty. So, Yes, fuel sources is one thing, um, but when it comes down to it, calories are calories, and if you're eating in a surplus, you're gaining weight. If you're eating in a, in a, def- a deficit, then you're losing weight. Like, it, it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. Now, yeah, can you fine-tune your macros and start, you know, having better performance in the gym and, and feeling certain ways at certain times in the day? Absolutely, but that's down the road. I mean, if you're just getting started, you need to eat for your goals, and if and if you burn 2,000 calories in a day, or for women, it's actually like way Very lower. Low. Yeah, what so is your... My, my BMR is sitting around 1,490 right now. 1,490. But that's like post-holiday, which is like I ate like shit for two months. And you put, shit. You I mean, I good. put on like 12 pounds. Granted, I was lifting, so I got stronger, yeah. but I was way over my BMR. So... Anyways, my BMR is probably around 1495, which means at 1500 calories a day is what my body takes to fuel. To maintain. So if you eat anything over that, which is not a lot of... It's not as much... It's not as much food as you... (laughs) Yesterday, I thought I did so good, and then I put it all in, and I'm like, holy shit. You you can... I mean, you go to... Johnny and I went to Red Robin for our male... Our man Christmas shopping trip that we did, and... It was like an appetizer was a, was a thousand calories, a meal was two thousand calories, a drink, one margarita was like nine hundred calories, and I'm like, man, people walk in and then they have a dessert, so they have an appetizer, a drink, their dinner and a dessert, and they're walking out with six thousand calories, 
in one evening. Oh my god! And that's and that's and America. On their ass. <laughs> right, and day. that's America. And they were like, "Well, I had the I had the Cobb salad, but it happened to be <laughs> that Cobb salad is two thousand calories." I had ranch and bacon yeah. and eggs and avocado. So and- that's I mean, if if anybody takes away from anything, it it really is really understand what you're consuming and if you if you really truly want to make a difference in your life and be healthy you have to understand what you're putting in your mouth and and it all comes down to two like what you what is your goal like do you want to just lean out and be thinner or do you want to build some muscle and you know people say that there's there's two yeah, different goals there I, sure <laughs> but that it is two different goals but at the end of the day like if you have body fat if you have belly fat i mean that's going to lead to heart disease like if 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 Amer- as Americans or as you know, human beings, we are not meant to have fat around our waist. So like yes, I understand you can eat more than you're burning if you want to put on muscle. That's 100% fine. But if you've got belly fat, you are it is not healthy to have that at the end of the day. You're walking around with too much on you. Yeah. And then, you know, like even with the charts. Especially for men. It's based off of like, I would be more concerned with body fat, that percentage, than your numbers of weight anyway. Yeah. Like if if you can, because last year when I did this challenge, I lost 7% body fat. So I only lost 26 pounds, but 7% body fat is freaking huge. Yeah, that's a big deal. And that, and that brings up a good point. Like people, women, women in generally... Um, concern themselves way too much with the scale uh, and that really doesn't matter like what you weigh doesn't really matter it's really your body composition is what's really important yeah so explain what you're getting ready to do because I think it's cool um, so I'm back on I'm back on the cut and already already it's going a lot better th- this year um, lot- so you didn't have your numbers quite down last year well yeah for, so I've done this in the past but I've gotten a lot older so it was basically like starting over. It's like I, I had all a wealth of information, I had a wealth of knowledge, and what I did in the past wasn't working anymore. And it's because I'd gotten a lot older. And so last year was, I was having to relearn what worked for me, and and it took a little it took a little while. Obviously, we I, I figured it out, um, and Nick Bear was a huge help with that. And uh, but this year, based off last year, I've kind of got it figured out a little bit better and it's going going well so i'm doing a, another 90 day cut um, for a lot of different reasons um one set the example for people out there because a lot of people do new year's resolutions and we know new year's resolutions are bullshit because what do you say a plan a goal without a plan is just a wish it's just a wish so so i'm, I'm trying to help people do a you know set up a set up a plan and uh this year i'm going to include I'm gonna I'm gonna give the opportunity for 30 people. I think that's what we agreed on. 30 people to do the cut with me, um, starting the seventh. So that's awesome. Where can they find out more about that? On my website. I think. Are we gonna call? What are we gonna call it? Surviving the cut with Nick Kumalatsos. Or you could make it. Um, yeah, I like surviving the cut with Nick Kumalatsos. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll do a private little group and uh, and basically I'll help. Based off my knowledge, I'll help people coach, you know, coach them through it and kind of help them keep stay, stay focused. Because I know it can get really frustrating. It gets really frustrating when you're doing, you think you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and then nothing is working. So your cut is how much? 
to mean? be a part of the group? Uh, 30 a month for three months. 30 a month for three months, so 120 bucks for like instant access questions yeah. and answers are yeah. awesome. Um, so for the females who are out there, if you're interested in getting FemFit, the program by Josh Hansberger and Kumalatsas, you can get on femalefit.com. Just female spelled out, fit.com. Once you get um, on there and purchase the ebook, we don't have the paperbacks in yet, but they'll be out in a few weeks. The ebook is online. Once you purchase the ebook, you'll be get you'll get an email invitation to the FemFit group. The community group is super cool to me because this is like we everybody's asking me, or you have a diet plan. We don't sell a diet plan in that book. And any, I, I personally believe that any plan that any person who sells a female diet plan, it's a gimmick because everybody's different. You need personalization. Right. So um, one of my good friends, um, Chrissy May Cagney, she owns Donuts and Deadlifts, started um, Black Iron Nutrition. She charges a lot, but it's worth it because it's custom. And she works with you every step of the way through every week, through every day with well, your macros. Well, let me talk about worth it and value and stuff like that. So everybody's looking for a cheap, a cheap way, but I think her program for 90 days is 250, I think. But you got to look at that 250 bucks. What do you spend 250 bucks on? How many, how much do you spend in 90 days? How much do you spend at Starbucks? Or 250 bucks. That's like three or four dinners out. Right. Like, and, and what does that do for you? That's not a 250 bucks. That's an investment for your life to be healthier and potentially put on, you know, add another decade of decade to your life vice not. And, and then you die from heart disease or, you know, whatever, um, your organs start shutting down because you live like shit. So I think sometimes our priorities are just, they, our priorities are off of what our value is. And anything when it comes to a gym membership, a diet plan, a diet, you know, a, a, a fitness program, those are all investments to your life. Those have value. And people want a quick fix and they think they can just figure it out on the internet. Like that's not really the way that it works. You it's, e it's, Even coaches have coaches. Right. So she worked with me for for three months on finding my macros and finding like what worked best for me. And one of the things that is super, super different, and that's why I think it's important to like really figure out this for yourself, is I am super sensitive to fat. Like my body responds really poorly to fat. So when I would do paleo or keto, like I just stored all kinds of fat. I would have cellulite everywhere and it just never worked for me. What worked for me best is the old school bodybuilder diet, like clean carbs, oatmeal. Same here. Oatmeal yeah. and, you know, sweet potatoes and chicken and broccoli. And yeah, just healthy it. food. Just healthy food yeah. without any extra starches that I don't need without being around a workout. So everybody's different. Some people really need fat. Some people do really, really well with keto. Your brother lost... Your brother lost what? Um, he's over 150 pounds. Lost over 150 yeah, pounds so on keto. So he started, but he was, I mean, I think he was pushing 400 before he even weighed. I think he was at 375 or something like that before he started. And then and now he's he weighs less than I do. Which well, is he's crazy shorter. He's yeah. a lot shorter. 
But so it's different for everybody. And the big thing that's awesome about the group is we'll talk about like just the basics of what macros are and what they mean and even your BMR. But, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. So what's great about the group is you get in there and we can share recipes. We can talk about your goals. Any questions you have about the workout or the program, you can put it in there. I'll, I'll upload videos. I'll send I'll go live in there if I need to. The guys will go live. Josh and um, Nick can talk about their program in there. Anytime there's like questions and people are having, you know, problems or insecurities with the workouts, we can discuss all of it. It's It sucks to like get a program and then you have a question in the middle of it and there's nobody to reach out to. It's like you have to figure it out. So we, you know, we wanted to create those groups so that there's a little bit of feedback. So you, you invest 35 in yourself and, you know, you've got us to say, hey. I've done that. I've spent like 40 bucks a month on a program. Turns out it's all like basically just CrossFit wads. I try to get a hold of somebody for help and they won't help me. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden down the road, I'm deciding that I'm going to withdraw and cancel my membership. And that's when I hear from somebody. Right. Nobody cares. Right. So this is not that program. This is something that we can talk to you about any step of the way and get you like right on the right track for and what's, what's nice health. about these groups is once they kind of mature, like for the USMC prep group, then you start having people that have been through multiple multiple iterations of the program, helping other people that are just coming in. So it, not only do we get to invest in the people that are doing it, um, you know, the new people get to invest in each other. So it's a community. It, it really does start to build a community after a while. So tell people how to sign up for your cut. Uh, go to my website in the gear room and we'll put a subscription item in there called Surviving the Cut with Nick Gumalatsos. And um, once you do that, you'll gain access to the group and then we will get started. Work and, on the cut together. Yeah, and I'll, I'll help you guys. I'll help everybody with their training. I'll help everybody with their training. I'll help everybody with their macros or diet or whatever, however they want to do it. And I don't I don't expect everybody to do the cut. I mean, it might be, somebody might, might be skinny and want to gain weight. So we'll do that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just basically... You're basically working out with me for the next 90 days. And discussing yeah. programming and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's it, right? That's it. So you guys know the deal. Never quit, never surrender, always forward. Don't be a miserable cow. Don't be a miserable bull. Don't be. Oh, um, if you're interested in the Excommunicated Warrior, we just put the, the hardbacks up and I just signed all the hardbacks and we're getting them out the door today. So those were really cool to see. My book is also on the line. It is on the line. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, until next time, thank you.